definitely sleep is good, rest is best. Some people, you know, if they know me, they'll know that for years I was like, sleep is a cousin of death. You know, sleep when you're dying. Like, you know, you've got all the time in the world to sleep. Party, live your life, enjoy every minute. And actually, if I could have learned that lesson maybe earlier and rested a bit more, maybe I would have. I don't know. I had a lot of fun. Hey, you're listening to How to Reboot the podcast all about how to get a fresh start and reboot your approach to life. I'm Emma Louise and today we are talking all about rebooting your wellness with our guest, Sanchia Legister. Now you know this is going to be a good one. Before we start, let's get Sanchia to introduce herself. Oh, (laughs) hello. (laughs) Um, Thanks for having me, firstly. Um, Well, my name is Sanchia Legister. Um, and what do I do? That question's always a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm a yoga teacher that a lot of people will know me for, I suppose. Also, um, dabbling and serving up some meditation. Um, sometimes I can be found in a little bit of public speaking, um, anywhere from like in schools to at events. I guess I informally mentor. I also work or have worked with lots of different um, sports and wellness and fitness brands, big, you know, big names that people know, um, which has been really, really great. So, yeah, kind of dabbling a little bit, finger, a couple of fingers in some pies, as my dad likes to say. <laughs> <laughs> we love fingers in pies um, because it means there's a lot to talk about. Our main focus today is going to be on wellness. I was doing some research about you on this podcast because I wanted to make sure I had my facts right. Um, (laughs) And these descriptions came up a lot, which you kind of covered in your intro. So yoga teacher, public speaker, space maker and vibe giver. First of all, what a bio. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Love it. How did you kind of get started in these spaces? Well, I suppose in some weird way, most of the careers that I've been involved in have I've done what I've said I'm doing anyway. So in terms of like sharing my vibes with people, like I, um, for 10 odd years or more, I was a youth worker and a mentor um, and also had like young people um, that I'd worked with on a one-to-one capacity. And I think it was then that I realised that I found it really easy to connect with people, you know, just being myself, being there in the moment with them. And so that led on to other things as well. I was a youth theatre director for years. Um, and so sometimes I'd be asked to talk on things and get into a bit of public speaking. In terms of bringing all that into like more health and wellness, I was a really normal person <laughs> in terms of what I would do and um, with my fitness and moving my body, just normal. Like I'd go through faddy periods of like loving swimming maybe for a month or two mm. and then and then just going, oh, just dropping off for whatever reason. So I wasn't particularly fit. I wasn't unfit, just really normal. Had Didn't have any interest in really exploring the fitness world though. Didn't really think it was for me. And then I remember my friend kind of going on and on at me to like join her in this, join her in that. And I was like, oh no, you know, it's fine. Why would I want to spend, in particular a Friday night, she was trying to lure me out of my house on a Friday night to go and work out and sweat out my hair. And <laughs> I was like, this is a Friday night, boo. Like you got this, this you got this wrong. And um, she ground me down though. And then I, I actually eventually went to, it was actually a body, um, body weight movement class calisthenics vibe. Mm-hmm. So I started going to that, which was really different. It was really 
more a community, I suppose. I later found out that uh, the, my partner now, who runs a really big running crew, run them crew, was mentoring the person behind this calisthenics group. And run them crew is very much a community. And so then running, my best mates still find it quite funny now, almost like nine, ten years later, that, that I run. Um, and, and then running came into my life. And then I met kind of a bigger community and just everyone accepting everyone for who they are. And just start, I was like, wow, this, this space is all right. Like, I feel like I vibe with these people. This is cool. And so then I guess all of my world started to come together, but under this like more health, wellness, movement vibe. That sounds great. And I I love that you found the community. I think a lot of people listening might, who are a bit not quite in this world yet, if they found that might, might really help them. So that's really great. Let's get on to wellness. You kind of touched on it. Yeah. And let's start with the basics. What is wellness and how is it different from health if it is different? I think, um, I think, there's lots of different interpretations to that question and I do I believe everyone deserves to be well and so for me wellness is you know what does your life look like when you are well when all the areas of your life Mm. I think wellness is um, much more holistic than than just straight up health or straight up fitness and it, it you can look at wellness in terms of your whole life in all the different areas like are you are you experiencing wellness in your work life are you experiencing it in your home life is it for me it's about looking at tweaking little things so that we're not at different you know one extreme to the other mm. and that you know when i think about wellness i think about mental health a lot as well i think about mood I think about how i am how i'm doing on an emotional level so for me it feels it feels bigger, but it feels a lot more approachable and a lot gentler in a way. It, mm. it, to me, it's not going to the gym um, and kind of, you know, sticking to this regime, maybe a, a fitness program where often there is this sense of building up to something getting better and and actually I think for me wellness is a a lot softer it's actually could be really tiny little it's a bit more nuanced as well tiny little tweaks and changes that I could be doing everything from you know instead of having a coffee in the morning doesn't mean you can't have it in the morning but instead of the first thing you drink in the morning being a coffee perhaps you could down a pint of like tepid water with some lemon or lime in it Give them, have your shower and then take the coffee after mm. you've had that like 30 minute wake up. You know, it can be such small things. So I believe that, you know, wellness is about a lot more balance and, and trying to, you know, how do you feel well? How are you well? I've said well a lot, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's really driving the point home. And I think that's great. And I think I really love that you've already given us one little kind of practical suggestion of something people could try with the water before the coffee because I think a lot of people naturally are like coffee and then my day starts but that's quite a nice little way of like try this see if it makes you feel different yeah and and like actually my morning routine is has just become really important to me I was talking to my sister about this the other day um my sister and I you know like we've got our little box sets and our little shows that we watch together and you know we have different lifestyles because she's kind of out working nine to five vibes and I'm obviously freelance and um 
And when she gets in, she's got this sort of like, right, I'm straight. The minute I come in, dump all my outdoor stuff. I'm in the shower. I've either ordered my food before shower. I've put something on in the oven or, you know, boiling pots of water, whatever. So she's kind of got all this whatever to try and maximize how much evening she's got left to herself. And and I, I'm older than her. And so I was saying, you know, I said to her, like, we, we're both kind of night owls. You know, we we, come mm. up, we don't want to go to bed. We're like, we might miss out on all this exciting nighttime stuff. But at the same time, you know, we have to get up for work. And a lot of my job as well is, like, waking up with people, doing morning morning practices and morning meditations and whatnot. And so I said to her that, uh, you know, and this does not mean I do it. I a caveat, like, I am so on the journey like everyone else. But I was saying that there is so much power in reclaiming your time like it it was quite late on that I realized oh I could go to bed early and get up extra early and have me time before I even start work (laughs) and sort of thinking about it back to front and um so it's important because when I have a little bit of extra time in the morning I make better decisions for myself so like the water I actually find it really hard to get in my like two liters three liters Mm. a day And knowing that getting a pint glass, filling that up the minute I'm kind of up and going, all right, well, I'm going to have a shower anyway. I can't drink my coffee in the shower. Have down in that and going, oh, you know, this is going to be a good, you know, because there's a lot of talk saying, you know, don't mix sort of fruits with food or water, you know, do things a bit separately. Never going to be perfect. I'm not going to time 30 minutes between my tepid water and like my cold hit uh, my hot hit of caffeine but I can actually space it out a little bit because I can put a shower in between them so just reclaiming my time a little bit so that I don't feel like it's just roll out of bed and like be a machine to get to my job it's like oh I could roll out of bed and read in bed for 30 minutes because I've got this time so I've been enjoying reclaiming my time actually and I guess um, I'm doing what any big sister would do, you know, trying to get my little sister to look at things from a slightly different perspective and mm. and see how that feels. Um, definitely sleep is good. Rest is best. I Some people, you know, if they know me, they'll know that for years I was like, sleep is a cousin of death. <laughs> and it, and it, <laughs> you know, sleep when you're dying. Like, you know, you've got all the time in the world to sleep. Party, live your life, enjoy every minute. And actually if I could take those words back, you know, I don't really ever have any regrets, but if I could have learned that lesson maybe mm. earlier and rested a bit more, maybe I would have. I don't know. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about balance. Yeah. So you've mentioned just now reclaiming your time and rest is best, which like, first of all, great taglines, but yeah. are there any other big ways that you kind of approach your personal wellness? Yeah. You know what lockdown did? It, it, um, well, not just lock, not just lockdown, but I just started to think about. I think I was actually journaling, and I am um, mm. so American. I sound so young. <laughs> I was journaling, and um, I don't know what we call. It. What do we call it here? Do we call it journaling? Does I think that is. I've, I've heard that phrase. I think that is what people call it here. I think why it reminds me of being American is because they refer to journals, whereas we refer to diaries. But we don't die. We don't 
you know, there's no verb to diarise. Well, to diarise, I suppose, but like not to act. Yeah. Anyway, 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 no one can help me out. <laughs> if anyone listens to this and can help me out with a more UK sounding phrase, let me know because I always feel really American with the journaling. Anyway, um, I was journaling and I just started thinking about when I was younger, um, for like quite a few of my years, I've, I felt a little bit like a, an only child just because of, you know, family, parents split up and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And my sister, the other sister is, is younger. And um, I remember like not actually feeling alone, always really entertaining myself. I love to sing. I love to dance. I'd spend most of my hol- school holidays with my grandparents and my nan would like, almost like throw me out the house into the garden every day (laughs) regardless of the weather and it was a bit like she wanted to get herself ready like she'd done me the breakfast I was dressed up ready and like she wanted me time I think now that I'm an adult but she'd literally like shoo me out of the house and I'd be in this big garden like oh okay just me and I'd turn the handlebars into like microphones and like sing my heart out and, and little things like that and I started writing about things that brought me joy and I started going into this big like memory bank of all the things I did as a kid and how I remember being so present and in the moment I couldn't really what else can you think about when you're sort of singing your heart out imagining that you're I don't know uh, on stage or on mm. tour or got your girl band or you know, you're making all these, I don't know what I was, you know, but I started thinking about that. And I used to love to knit as well. When I learned to knit, I was really young and I loved knitting. I loved um, board games, but as an only child, they can be quite challenging to, <laughs> um, as a sort of only child in quotation marks can be quite challenging. So I loved um, things like that. And I loved kind of looking at vid- uh, dance videos and like pretending I was in them. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of play in that. Mm. And actually, it again. I think as I think there's been big times when I've really struggled to be in the present moment, and it can be boring. It can be frustrating. It can feel like you're waiting for something to happen. You know, especially in meditation. Mm. Like, when will I get there? Where? Where? Where are we going? Where's this place? And I suddenly thought, well, actually, this is a really great thing to return back to just to get my mind to focus on one thing first to be really in it to be enjoying it to and to be experiencing all those feels like yeah. on a on a to feel so different because I've invited play in and because I've, I'm doing things that take my mind off other things so I actually started returning back to loads of childhood things skipping I started my started a little bit of roller skating I don't know how relaxing that is, but it's (laughs) definitely you can't think of anything else other than being there in the moment and and having, um, I I wonder if there's a name for it, that that feeling when your life flashes before your eyes, like, but the Mm. feeling of that, like, and it brings you out in a cold, quick sweat that sort of goes and, and comes really quickly. So I've been returning to old pastures and in my journaling, I was like, wow, little me knew, little me knew how to just be mm. in the moment. And I also did a lot of those activities when I was really stressed out as a kid or like struggling with like exam stuff, what's going on, what am I going to do? I'd kind of just go into my imagination somewhere else. I was a big doodler as well at school, like doodling on paper. 
So yeah, returning to things that I loved when I was younger and just going, what were those things? Why did I stop doing them? Oh, because I needed a job or I had to pay some bills yeah. or, or you know, you. it's kind of, people do look at you a little bit strange if you're singing on the true platform, which <laughs> sometimes I can be found like having a little vibe. Mm. Um, just adulthood comes in, I suppose. Some people are better at letting it, letting it um, affect them than others not affect them. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you've mentioned has been so uh, positive and I guess accessible, like doable, like all the stuff mm. about get more rest or go back to the play and find the play in things. But I do feel like there's a lot of trends and I think you used the word fads earlier that come to mind when people think of wellness. And I maybe yeah. this is a bad idea, maybe you'll tell me off for this, but I had a look at hashtag wellness on Instagram just before this <laughs> chat and there was a lot of stuff about like quite intense looking like green juice cleanses and sound baths I'd never heard of before but that seems to be like quite a big thing um which can be a bit intimidating if that's your picture of wellness are there any have you got any tips I guess for doing wellness without fads or should you try the fads or like how do you balance them both all right yeah so got I started thinking then about like you know, what, what really is a fad and what's got some weight mm. behind it? Because you're right. I think that we all, well, I was going to say we all know, we don't necessarily all know, but the wellness industry is a multi-billion pound industry and it's showing no signs of stopping. And when I think of that, I think, ah, like, how, not, not how, kind of wow and how mm. at the same time, like, this is pretty wild. I think there is a lot, there's a lot in some of the fads and there's not a lot in some of them too. So you, you right. do have to do a little bit of research, but I appreciate that the research can be a little bit scary. Mm. It can make you feel like you're not really included in it all. So what I'll say is that I think you have to like take it bite size. Don't get too overwhelmed. Cause if you get too overwhelmed, firstly, it's not very wellness of you to get all <laughs> yeah. overwhelmed by, yeah. by the, by the um, wellness um, antidotes that are out there. But I think it's about looking at, you know, what's piquing your interest. So with the sound bar, um, actually it reminded me about when I first heard of that name. It's an interesting name, isn't it? Like what what's going to actually happen to you? Like, But sound bars are amazing. You should check out sound bars, I believe. They okay. are amazing. So, and I'm not like, I'm not no expert. I'm not kind of, I'm not actually dishing those out, although it is something that I will definitely go into. But essentially... Um, you're not in a bath, but you in a bath, you know, you lay down. So it's that sense of being in a safe, welcome and relaxed space. Mm. And you essentially let the sound wash over you. Um, and the sound bath can happen using all sorts of instruments. So it could be anything from gongs, gong bath, um, crystal sound bowls, which are bowls are made from different crystals and they're kind of pitched at different if I have this right I don't want any people listening to this like the sound bath police to come after me but <laughs> crystal bowls they're pitched at different um frequencies and they actually tune in to different areas and zones um chakras as so zones areas chakras wheels of energy in your body just so that oh, other wow. people listening can can hopefully yeah. resonate with some of that and you can go on a whole journey and I guess when you think about it so for, for newer people your bodies you know most of us subscribe to and believe in that our bodies are made up of 70 percent. i think it actually they they've got a slightly higher more fixed number but over 70 percent of the body is water 
And those frequencies tap into that. And so if you think about all that movement and that you can kind of, yes, obviously think about how listening to music makes you want to like, you know, do something, get into something, you feel shifted. And then if you're getting that underneath in on a, on a body level, I mean, the possibilities are endless. I, I've come out of many a sound bath feeling sort of somewhere between drunk and like high and a bit like, ooh, woozy, where am I? So they're wow. great. Um, so there we go. You know, you might have been like sound bath. What is this fad? Crystal sound bowls. You know, they sound pretty mm. like out there, especially if your idea of a crystal is, is literally, you know, a, a beautiful chunk of material. Yeah. Um, in terms of things like cleanses and juices, um, I don't think it's outlandish for, for people that have never come across that to think, well, you know what? We know fruit and veg is good for us. Mm. We've just put it into a drink. We're taking it in a different way on a basic level. It's then when you start to go a little bit deeper, what are the rules and regulations that someone's offering you behind that? So, you know, they're saying two juices a day, one meal. That That's putting it into a, a bit of a different framework. Um, and so you might want to do a bit more research on that. Is that really going to fit your life? Is it actually going to make you feel better? You're going to feel like more well that you're attaining wellness. Um, so I think, you know, not everything you read is going to be black and white. You might have to dig a little bit deeper, but, um, it's so nice that the wellness offering is, is getting wider. And I'd like to think that especially, um, you know, brands feeling a little bit more responsibility on really reflecting the world that yeah. we're not just seeing kind of a really lean, thin, uh, arguably white person who looks like they might have a bit of money with this green juice, mm. you know, and that's like, here you are, there's your wellness. Cause you're going to go, Oh, well, is that for me? Isn't it for me? Yeah. Um, so did I answer your question, Emma Louise? <laughs> <laughs> You did. You definitely did. Because it was all about like, what is a fad and what isn't a fad? And you basically have like spoken around them and then said to do research, which is actually, I guess, a really key takeaway from this. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I can't lie. I don't, I don't love um, spending hours and hours and hours on research myself, but you can definitely, I guess, try and follow some people that you've deemed to feel reputable Mm -hmm. um, and, and start there and then obviously delve a little bit deeper as well. Okay. Perfect. We um, need to touch on fitness a little bit more. We've mentioned it a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, fitness and yoga. So yoga hood and girl flex don't seem like standard yoga classes to me. What makes them different and why did you start? It's funny when people say it to me, isn't it? Because I'm like, I'm going to sit here and tell you how, how it's different. <laughs> <laughs> when, you know, it, um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have like a couple of participants here or like some sound bites. Mm. Like, it's different because of this, this and this and this. <laughs> Uh, in my humble opinion, <laughs> um, why is it different? Um, I think it's different because I I just show up as me. Mm. And I really wanted to create a space that didn't feel intimidating, that didn't have some of the other barriers around taking part in yoga or going into a yoga studio. I... I love white spaces and like greenery, but a lot of these images have become synonymous with a certain type of offering Mm -hmm. and wellness has become, you know, we know that it's been very whitewashed in the West and we know that 
we already know that when you don't see yourself included in things, you don't necessarily feel um, inclined to try it or you think it's already not for you or you might yeah. have had a, a, a bad experience previously. I'm sure, Emma Louise, you know, you can speak to that as well. So I just thought to myself, a lot of the yoga that I was doing, I have it, it was fine. It was serving me, but I felt there was something missing. Mm. I wanted to... I wanted to hear more music that I felt free and empowered by and that I felt um, that I, that that kind of reminded me, I guess, of my family and my life. And, and I wanted to show up and have all of the elements that would give me the permission to be me. Mm. So... Um, the music, you know, I've I've been kind of quite heavily known for playlists, including everyone from Get Stormzy. You know, I've been like, people are like, you're playing Grime. Oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm playing Grime. Like, have you listened to the track? Have you listened to these lyrics? Do you mm. know about the artist and their journey, the struggle, the, you know, how they've got to where they are now? Um, I wanted to um, sometimes, you know, when you listen to an artist like Solange, you know, in one of her tractions, she's like, I'm going to look for my body. I'll be back with Zinn. I was like, wow, like how powerful is that as an affirmation? Yeah. And I wanted some of that in. You know, I do also run hip hop classes and I'm, you know, I'm, let's get, not get twisted. We know that, you know, if I play a 50 cent track, I'm not going to say to you, 50 cent's got some real spiritual bombs in, <laughs> in, um, you know, candy shop <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Like, you know, that is not what I'm saying, mm. but, um, I think there's a lot of freedom in play. We've already touched on play. There's a lot of walking into a room and everyone being like, oh, we're all here for this hip hop thing. And already kind of going, oh, okay, so you could be my kind of person. Like yeah. maybe we've we've walked a little bit in the same, you know, again, that doesn't always go, you know, um, that's not to say, you know, as well, if it was, you know, an, uh, if it's an all black um, class only, so an exclusive class, not to say that everyone's had that same experience, but, we're just doing the best we can do. We're offering mm. a different space. I think, you know, I I started taking over at the very from the very beginning, taking over club spaces, bar spaces, um, working with event programmers and managers and cleaners to be like, okay, if we're gonna transform this space, we want the element of like, oh, we you know, when people go out at nighttime, they immerse themselves into this dark space where maybe we don't feel as seen in a good way so that we can show up as ourselves yeah. like there's not a spotlight on you that, yeah. so you know I wanted to use that environment so it wasn't like oh I have to go to the receptionist at a yoga studio um I've, I've had some very un I don't want to say it but very unwelcome experiences just at mm. reception so then you think regardless of what the yoga teacher might do or the other people you're like this ain't for me you know I, I didn't know that the policy was be here 10 minutes be before. No, I didn't read my email fully properly. Sorry, I, I've got all this other stuff going on. Yeah. So, you know, I've had some great experiences too. Again, you know, it's it's two sides of a coin. But I just wanted to see what would happen if it, instead it was like coming into a club, like get your stamp, you know, walk into the club. You're welcome. Mm. Hey, like everyone's pleased to see you. You've, you've arrived at the party. Um, so... I think those elements made it really different. Um, and I was just kind of on a mission to try and bring yoga. You know, I was always talking about bringing yoga to the people or for the people. 
you know, I was really fortunate enough when I first started that I was around a, an, an amazing group of runners who felt, uh, runners as well, didn't feel seen or catered mm. for in yoga. It felt like the, the yoga for runners class was actually an add-on. Um, when really, yoga for runners, kind of, I'd argue that, yes, there are poses that might really get into some specific spaces that runners struggle with but a whole mm-hmm. yoga class is going to benefit a runner and um, and in the in its attempt yoga for runners to lure runners in I think actually when I speak to my runner crew it, it maybe pushed them a little bit further away even it's like oh right you know I'm like this tin tin person so we just tried to I say we like there's this big team <laughs> there isn't I just tried to Bring a, bring a space to life that I would like to be in and then hope that a couple of people would join me. Mm. And, they, and they did, for the most part. I mean, everything you've described sounds really fun. It sounds like exciting and like a place you'd want to go to. Whereas I think I've had a couple of similar experiences and I'm in no way a fitness or yoga buff or regular goer, but where I've kind of been like, oh, it's going to have to go to that thing today. It doesn't seem fun, but it sounds like yeah. you've made a community that is more fun. So well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, we've tried, you know, like um, we sometimes do brunches together after class as well. We've had really great residences with different organisations as well. You know, we're, we're a resident at the moment at the book club. We've been there for like, I think coming up to, might even be coming up to two years. And so it's spaces like that, that, you know, they're normal familiar spaces to people as well. Mm. And then after we we practice, we we then just come together as a group and we go upstairs and we kind of talk about things, anything from yoga to how life is to, and so it it's kind of, I guess, grown into a community um, of, of, you know, semi-like-minded people. And mm. I think what, I think because I, you know, yoga for me is, is it's serious. I'm serious about yoga. I'm just, kind of relaxed in in how we do it it may be maybe okay. that's the way to think of it you know mm-hmm. like um yeah I think maybe that's what comes through can we talk a little bit about motivation because I think yeah. for people who maybe are new to wellness or new to fitness I guess it can be a little bit hard to get yourself motivated sometimes maybe also for you know people like you who it's part of you as you say you take it seriously especially yoga yeah. where do you find motivation when you might be struggling Oh, I am, um, I've worked quite, not worked hard, but I feel like it is something in my mind. When mm-hmm. I think about what people take from me on on, uh, on my, I guess in, I say Instagram because sometimes it's the easiest and first po- uh, point of contact for people. Mm-hmm. And I realised a couple of years ago that I, I think I had um, a little bit of a reputation for like being the energizer bunny motivated all the time and and it's a it's a bit more um it's a bit more multifaceted than that for me I am a a naturally energetic person and character and and I really I really try to look at a positive in 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 negative situations you know I'm always looking for the thing like okay is there a lesson here to be learned actually it could have been worse it could have been this or you know because I don't you don't I don't know what the future holds and I I trust that that everything that's happening is happening at the right time and for the right reason 
motivation is great when you're in a good place mm. and it's great and it for me it's normally there in abundance when I've got high energy feeling good you like today the sun's shining my motivation has significantly um uh grown but it's fleeting and it like mm. it just disappears sometimes out of nowhere and sometimes it can be because you're tired or or whatever but I can't rely on it and it's a bit annoying and so <laughs> I don't feel when it comes to fitness and the motivation to go out and clock miles or to get a good sweat on or, you know, whatever it is. I don't think I've got it in in big abundance like I do in, uh, you know, positivity or energy, good vibes. Right. I've got that in big abundance. So I've been talking to people about this as well in lockdown and talking to myself even about it. Mm. You know, what do you do when, when the motivation is not there? And I've, you know, there's... It's for me when you look at why you do something, and I think it's it's a, an easier way for me to stay on track for something as well. If I'm just on something because I've got the motivation in that moment to do it, um, then when the motivation isn't there, likelihood is I'm going to fall off whatever it is I'm doing. But if I start to think about why did I say I wanted to do that? Okay, I said I wanted to do it because in that moment I was feeling good and feeling motivated. I also had thought, well, it'd be great to get my energy up it'd be great to know that I can do it it'd be great mm. to um spend more time with that group of people you know like o- often a lot of my wellness and fitness is also a friendship thing so like I haven't been able to catch up with certain people so it's like oh you know my girl Matilda you know we we've been running together for years actually let's go and run somewhere and then get the coffee yeah so I have to look at other things and I also write down how I feel when I've done said thing because often even if the motivation hasn't been there you come back from doing whatever it is and you you feel better and I used to always say like you never regret a run um obviously if you like you know twist your ankle you regret it but you (laughs) never regret a run um in a yoga class you might not end up doing all of the poses you might end up in child's pose for the whole class but I've never come out, left a class thinking, you know, it would have been such a better idea to stay at home and stay mm. in bed or watch more Netflix or eat more food. Because, again, I'm saying those things. Um, often, if the motivation's gone, I'll make other decisions that aren't necessarily getting me into a space of wellness or better work yeah. or, or a better well-being zone I'll kind of be like well you know from Netflix and chilling bring it on let's order the pizza (laughs) let's do some other things um not always it doesn't always spiral but I I think that you've got to go beyond maybe beyond the motivation maybe beyond the small wins perhaps beyond the uh things that fall into more of an instant gratification yeah and and you know when you start following people that you um, look up to or feel inspired by, when you read anything about them or, you know, you read their books, you know, most people that I've looked up to or thought, oh, they're really inspirational, they talk about consistency and they talk about making small mm. incremental changes and and using motivated times in your life as like an acceleration maybe or like extra push, extra, extra fire for it. But 
acknowledging and knowing that then there might be days and, and bigger periods or times when when it's not going to be there. And what what will you do then? You know, and I think yeah. thinking about it beforehand can be a really good time, good place to set yourself up so that you don't end up. Um, so that you don't end up failing. Yes, but I want to stress so massively. Um, again, I need to probably think about how I say that again if that ever comes up in a in an interview scenario because failure is great it's so amazing um but i think in when you're when you're trying to make some changes or make new hobbies or then failure can feel a little bit disheartening like you're starting Mm. again um but i do believe in in essence failure is is important it's part of it's part of success and you know there's there's loads of great other people you could follow like and TED Talks where people talk about if you've had no failures you've probably not really had many successes <laughs> too so yeah. I don't want people to get confused with, with that either. That's really nice that's a really nice thing to take away actually that failure is kind of part of the journey isn't it? Yeah yeah definitely so, you know and some people have way more motivation than other people you know and I, I think that's fine I don't I don't think we I, I don't I don't think we have to get into like a oh, who's got more motivation because it just comes and it goes. Mm. It is what it is. Speaking of it is what it is, that leads me quite nicely onto my next question, which is okay. what did you learn in 2020? I learned in 2020 it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what did I learn in 2020? I learned, so I had a weird moment. I feel like I'm being a bit, have I talked about this on Instagram? It's not even that big. I just feel like I'm personally quite attached to this. So mm-hmm. I learned that maybe, maybe I'm not the the live or die for the city tick that I thought I was. Oh, okay. I'm always, yeah. And, you know, it's, I was reading my friend's book, and my friend's just made, done a book. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, I'm plugging his book now. I don't even have the name of it right. But I think it's called Still Together. We can talk about that later if it feels appropriate. <laughs> but I'm reading my mate's book. It's amazing. And he's talking about um, uh, Buddhist traditions and belief systems and, and saying that, like, not getting attached because everything is just constantly, you know, we get attached to and and in this instance, I was quite attached to like oh Londoner, you know, I used to love to party hard, I love to stay up late at night, mm-hmm. um, love the mornings but find them hard, you know, love the fact that in London, you know, we can do this, 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 this and you know, I mean I'm acting like it it's the city that I've seen. It really does. As we all know, there's times when like you'll be like you're like Domino's pizza, you stop serving at 1am. I thought, you know, there's, there's times when you've got those restrictions. But generally speaking, I was quite attached to that sense of my identity. And over lockdown, I was really surprised as to how comfortable I got with, like, 10k walks. Firstly, walking. Like, running's one thing. Why are we walking? Like, who leaves their house to walk with no said agenda? Or, like, I was that person. I'm not walking anywhere unless it's like to do something. Whereas now I'm like, oh, scheduling in all these walks with myself, with other people, you know, getting lost around uh, different parts of London. Um, I'm like, who am I? Who is this walking person? I thought walking was for, I don't mean to be rude, but like it was dry. It was for people, you know, it was a dry activity. And now I'm walking. So 
I learned that about myself. I learned that actually I'm not as fast paced as I thought I was either. I mean, I know that in a fitness element, you know, like I went to my first ride class yesterday, slight segue, but my first ride class mm. since we've reopened. And um, my girl who was teaching the class, she knows that like double time even, it was a struggle. It's like, this moving fast. I don't like moving fast. <laughs> so <laughs> I, again, another thing I learned about myself, I also learned that when we want change, that I, I need to be patient. I need to have, I need to give all of the components around change time to kick in, to get into action and to, and then, and then for the ripple effect, you know, change doesn't happen overnight. So patience was a big one. I learned that, I learned that I thought I'd cultivated a life that I wanted. You know, when you're freelance, there's there's a bit more flexibility over shaping mm. what you what you take on. And I I learned that I thought it was really great where I'd got to, and I have since now realised that we still need to make some tweaks. There are still some, mm. you know, I I learned to enjoy that you know more play as we talked at the very beginning and I also learned that it was kind of okay to be brutally honest with people because for the first time we we were all experiencing similar things under different regulations so when I say that you know I really want to honor that if you live in a really small place with lots Mm -hmm. of people we might all be in a pandemic, but we're clearly having different experiences if yeah. another person is in a house, even having an upstairs and a downstairs to separate you from some mm. people or having a garden, you know, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, so those are some of like the key things I think that that I took away from, from that that time, that, that <laughs> period of <laughs> it feels like, you know. Yeah, I love asking that question because people have to really think about it. And I mean, we all learn a lot, but it's sometimes you need a minute to actually be like, what what, what have I learned? What's the big takeaway? Okay, next thing. How do you reboot? How do I reboot? Well, it's definitely not in Bali on an island somewhere. I'm, I've still yet to ever experience that. I'm kind of making a little joke about that as well because I'm always trying to, another taboo, not taboo, another thing I'm trying to break is that rebooting great if you can um as drake says you know uh, take yourself to greece or he's going to take you to greece isn't he it's drake that's taking you to yeah. greece <laughs> if someone <laughs> can take you to greece and to the islands and, and give you some time but rebooting i, I actually think it's a really important question because I, I want people to find ways to reboot that doesn't include this idea of a retreat away from your life yeah. Um, which can also have other implications like the cost of it, the the cost of time, factoring in that time away from work, loved ones, mm. responsibilities, blah, blah, blah. So I have been getting outside in it, getting outside in nature. Again, I still don't recognise this person very well. Getting outside <laughs> in nature more to try and reboot. I have been doing some really basic things like colour code in my calendar so it's got a colour that means it's my time so even in a a full day of stuff if I see tangerine I'm gassed because tangerine (laughs) that the colour is is 
is me. So I've been doing that because I feel like I need more mini reboots and like a whole weekend reboot. As much as nice as it is, almost the come down is worse. Yeah. You know, you you get a week away or even a long weekend away. I mean, I think people can identify with that even in a bank holiday. You think to yourself, oh, my gosh, especially if you've got the Friday and the Monday, like the good Friday, you know, the Easter bank holiday. Mm. You're suddenly like, whoa, whoa. And then Monday night comes and instead it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The <laughs> the week is up, upon me. Yeah, it hits um, you. I'm sure there'll be people that don't experience that. But me, I experience that. My circle of people, you know, the WhatsApp groups pop in like, fuck. <laughs> it's the week starting again so because I know that feeling I've started looking at mini reboots um I've also started listening to like ambient music I'm saying all the like cliche (laughs) wellness things like I've listened been listening to like more ambient music um sometimes just going upstairs putting my timer on for 45 minutes listening to there's some great sound baths as well and I've got a friend in New York who um is amazing actually she did a sound bath for Stevie Wonder once so I'm like oh good enough for Stevie wow <laughs> good enough for me <laughs> so I've been listening to things like that so mini reboots have been the way forward for me I've also I've also been doing little things as well like I've noticed so I've been checking in on my friends and I've had a couple that either work's been getting on top or it's been a new job and you've got all that new job, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff around it. And so I've been just messaging them saying, are you having a lunch break today? Because a lot of my friends, you know, some of them aren't actually taking that legit lunch break time. Saying to them, are you taking it? And if they are, like surprising them, rolling up at their house, like, you know, if I've got the car, like, jump in. I'm going to go for a little ride, drive or we're going to go to the nearest green spot. Going to let's pick up a coffee. And um, so been doing things like that, which have in turn given me a new lease of life and lease yeah. of energy and seeing human connection. And almost because, you know, you've only got that hour, it, it you kind of, um, you value it a bit more or you put in a bit more, uh, sort of intentional energy is that the word I'm looking for it's mm. like intentional meeting up you know you've got this sacred hour together so I've been doing things like that as well which have been working out to be a bit of a reboot yeah oh well, the other thing I was doing which felt really indulgent um and it's not indulgent I want to sort of get this out of my system it's not indulgent mm. I've been taking a bath in the middle of the day whenever I want oh, one okay whenever I want like no fun but yeah just get in the bath and with the salts, bring on the Himalayan salts, bring in on the Epsom salts, bring in on all sorts of CBD bath bombs. Just in the middle of the day thinking, I really want a bath. Like, I might feel a bit achy, might feel like I just want to rest. And I find it really hard. The minute, I, I don't know if other people, because I know there's some people that don't like baths much, actually. Mm. But just from the minute, as long as it's not scolding, the minute you get your feet in, I sort of get the like, you know, like that little shiver up the spine like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. as you get immersed in that hot water so I've been taking baths and I've, when I was um, really at the height of my like oh it's 11 o'clock oh it's 2 o'clock I'm going to get in a bath I was kind of putting them on Instagram and saying to people this feels so bougie like I feel <laughs> at my bougiest like you know my um I think my cousin he always likes to tease me he just messes me like is that who do you think you are I, I said listen bruv it, I was like the bath it's not discriminative. Anyone can have a bath. 
I mean, you know, I guess that you've got to kind of have a bit more um, flexibility in your day where you're mm. working. But between Zoom calls, we've all been working from home. You want to have your sandwich in the bath maybe for your lunch break? <laughs> Go ahead. Eat, eat your heart out. But, yeah, that was my – me trying to reframe that it's not indulgence, not booty. Just having a bath. Yeah. I love that. And I sometimes self-care that feels like – it's a real treat. You kind of realise, actually, no, I, should, I shouldn't feel like this is a treat. This is just having a bath. Yeah. I shouldn't feel bougie to do it I in know. midday. It's, um, it's not at all. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Those are the kinds of things. <laughs> they're, not, <laughs> they're not very radical. Although doing things that fill you up, I think, can feel quite radical. So, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. You've been doing a lot and it sounds great. So almost well done to you for being able to do so much um, and before you. I let you go I've yeah. got to ask you for some practical advice for people who want to reboot their approach to wellness and we'll break it down a bit so what can people do today what can people yeah. do over the next few weeks and what can people do over the next year I'm kind of thinking back to when we first started this conversation and I think uh, there's some ways and it, and this might help maybe to stay uh, on that track without feeling um, that you're under motivation's hand, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if maybe you look at an area in your life that could, because it, it, it might be quite specifically, you need, you want to reboot a certain area of your life or you want to reboot in order to affect a, an area, right? So that's the case. It, it might end up working out that if you know you want to reboot um, getting more movement into your life, then you might find some things really specific around that. So for me, when I'm looking to kind of reboot on my energy, my sort of get some balance back, um, I actually does start with my sleep. I'm constantly looking for more sleep and constantly um, doing that dance between night owl and, and morning risers. So I would start by something small like going to bed, 15 minutes earlier than usual or half an hour would be better but I was trying to keep it really realistic Mm. um half an hour earlier and then what does that look like then well it means I'm going to have to do my regime whatever that is half an hour earlier Mm. um anywhere in the day you know so I think starting off like that or if you're thinking to yourself gosh caffeine you know is affecting this 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 and this Again, you can go with like the drink thing that we talked about earlier on in the day. Um, look at for I, I, the reason why I'm saying to look at your reboot as maybe an area is because I think you might have more investment and more attachment to it, and therefore be able to keep trialing it out a bit longer and, and see, you know, how how's this having an overall effect on me? Something that you can be doing over the next few weeks is. Checking in with yourself. How's that decision working out for you? You know, just take a moment. In the, you know, every day, for the most part, when you interact with people, people generally say like, hey, how are you? Whether we listen or don't listen to the answer. But you can just spend a moment. Like, you don't, you, and if you're not into meditation, you can just sit in the shower. Like, you know, how am I feeling today? How's my body say? Oh, you know, I did football last night. Just a little check-in. How, how mm. are you? Oh, that caused my mum is still weighing really heavy on my heart. You know, and I think that you can look at those sorts of things with maybe some air, some whatever you've been doing to reboot 
and go, ah, is, is there anything, are there any patterns, any rhythms that I'm seeing here, any feedback, any information? And then in terms of looking at like over months and years, I would definitely say just consistency of whatever it is yeah. you're doing. And, and with consistency, knowing that, you know, if, even if you've had a seven-day streak, a, a, a seven-week streak, there might be a day that, oh, there's a break there, but we don't have to focus on that. We can go, yeah, we had seven weeks, we had this little dip here. Cool, I'll keep chipping away again. Mm. The little dip was like in music or in a heartbeat. Yeah, like it goes up, it comes down, but it's still mm. going. And I think that's the the point. I think looking at what brings me in, in this idea about how do we reboot, what brings me more joy? What makes me feel more grounded? These are some questions you can ask at the beginning of that journey. What makes me feel happier? Um, what gives me more time? When do I feel more balanced? When mm. I'm, when do I make better decisions? All those things, you might start to see some patterns and then, oh, you know what? If every time I'm like getting in those dog walks and I'm, 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 and the, the longer ones, it's something just personal to me. The shorter mm-hmm. dog walks, I like them, but actually I can often exactly like think, oh, there's no point, like, I've only got 20 minutes. Of course there's point. Yeah, that consistency, that showing up, yeah. doesn't always have to be an, an hour-long dog walk. Back on that walking again, and I in summit, in it. <laughs> you love it. I love it. I'll be with the stick soon. What, what, um, gosh, I used to actually run a, uh, used to help someone run a program on that. I can't remember what it is. Rambling? Anyone, what's it called? Is it rambling? Yes. If anyone could see me now, I've got the sticks. I'm <laughs> rambling. Kind of half rambling, half whining to the tunes. <laughs> What a combination. Um, Sancho, I've got to thank you because this has been such a lovely chat and full of like really practical, helpful things that people can try. Where can we find you on socials and on the internet and maybe in real life? What are you up to that people can support? You can hear the ka from Instagram already, right? You can find me on Instagram <laughs> again, she says it. Um, so yeah, super easy way is Instagram, obviously. So I am Miss M-I-S-S. Sanchia Ledge. Didn't think about it when I realised there was three S's in a row, but yes, you'll see three S's in a row. I've tried to be consistent. Um, on Twitter, I don't really deal with much, but um, I've got playlists that are there as well, so you can kind of get a feel for my vibe. Lots of different playlists on Spotify, same handle. Um, I have a website, it's just my name, Um And yeah, I mean, I find Instagram really easy. I love a story. I'm always chatting some, some something on, along the lines of of wellness there um yeah and you can find me in there's in real life classes too i almost forgot yeah on zoom i'm offering a class on zoom every week still and um, actually that class is really important and if you don't mind i will plug it just yeah, because um my zoom class there was now one that used to be two started when we when when the lockdown was announced and they are pay what you can afford all um information about what that means is on on the website and it's still running now and and you know i really wanted to be able to serve the world the community people i also you know it's been a great reminder to me about like what i'm here to do why i'm doing it um and and it's just been a joy an absolute joy so that class is still there and i keep saying to people tell a friend tell a friend tell your brethren tell your tell your homies because it's um it's pocket friendly and and everyone deserves as we started this everyone deserves to be well we all deserve mm. wellness it's our birthright um and and yeah come and hang out even if you're not sure about the yoga thing you know i'm gonna say it my playlists are fire 
um okay perfect we'll end it there the playlists are fire go and follow and support and join a class thank you so much Sanchia thank you for having me Emma Louise it's been a pleasure come to class when are you coming when, I might, fact, you know. We should get you on. I need it now. I need it. I need it out there in the ether. <laughs> when are you coming to class? Don't worry. Uh, you can. You can DM me. Okay. But, um, maybe, yeah. I'll check the dates, but I will come to one. Why not? Yeah. I'd, I'd love you to come. Why not? Like I said, you can just spend the whole time lying down, listening to fire playlist, or you can get involved. I. Mm-hmm. My other thing that I'll say to everyone is, is, show up as you are. I'm taking you all. I'm taking you all. However you you rock up, all good with me massive thank you to Sanchia that was such a lovely chat and I've learned a lot trust me it would be great to know what you've taken away from this any tips you might try out or advice you're going to share with friends let me know please we're on Instagram at how to reboot next time would you move your body if it had zero impact on your weight or appearance but what if we took that at the pressure of that outcome away and said your weight or appearance might change How could your body physically and mentally benefit from moving your body consistently and regularly? We chat to Tally Rye all about fitness and movement, and I hope you can join us then. I've been Emma Louise, and you can find me on Instagram at IamEmmaLou underscore. And our producers are Mike Swain and Beth and Taylor Swain for Low Key Audio. Find them at Low Key Audio. See you next time. In the US Army, you can make a choice to make your mark. With over 150 fields to choose from, join forces with us and take on anything. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.